When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is not here. We get Brit Brit. Uh, I just want to like be make everybody aware in case it comes up later in the day. There are rumors and reports that there are people not associated with my talk stealing cookies off people's desks. We don't know who it could be. We don't know who it is. And just in case, like Julia is talking about it later. We don't know who did it, but we're going to find out. And we don't know that each cookie is 330 calories, which is quite a lot. Which is a lot. And in retrospect, maybe we should have looked at that first. Who's we? I These people. <laughs> these. We'll find you. If Julia mentions it on air, please contact us. Yes. We'll defend ourselves. Thank you. Oh. Um, so on Google today, mm-hmm. Becky alerted me that when you go to the Google homepage, you could play a really fun game. Really you fun ch- is a... I mean, it's it's super old school and fun. Like you have to press the arrow key to get the little mouse guy to walk. And you eventually play ping pong. And then there's a whole other games you can play. I It's okay, Does right? Does it have to do with the Olympics? What's going I on I think here? it's supposed to be. I mean, there are cats. There's a mouse. Um, there's various sports. Yeah, it's super cute. You pick which house you want to be in. I guess I'm red team. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, Doodle Champion Island Games. It's Champion Island. That's what it's called. And it does seem very Japanese. So maybe it is sort of an homage oh, to the Olympics. Oh, maybe it is. I bet you're right. Which started this morning, right? Spoiler alert. Oh, did the oh, did we miss the opening ceremony? Well, yeah, but I they'll play so. them tonight. Tonight, yeah. Okay, good to know. But there's all sorts of reports. I saw them all, all the you know the on people's own personal Instagrams, their outfits that they wore. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, it was a lot of, for a lot of America commentary. Yeah, um, America definitely went. I mean, Ralph Lauren is. Wait, yeah, yeah, that's what they got, right? Yes. And it's a lot of blazers, a lot of stripes. It's exactly what you would think it would be. Yeah. And they look good, but, you, you know. It's some basic stuff. It's some basic stuff. Yeah. Um. So I, I watched about 15 minutes of this podcast this morning with Joe Rogan, and his guest was, does the name Shane Gillis ring a bell to anybody? No. no. Comic. Um. He was on Saturday Night Live for five minutes. Oh, because, yeah, he was kind of like, hey, let's bring in a right-wing dude. Yeah, and then I guess that Lauren Michaels asked him, like, hey, we're about to make the announcement that you're being hired. Is there anything that I need to know? And he said, 
No, he's like, I've said some inappropriate stuff in my in my podcast before. I have a podcast. And he's like, okay, we don't have to worry about it. They make the announcement. And like three hours after the announcement was made, um, somebody put out an article of all this guy's like. Just back to back to back yeah, of his stuff. And so he basically got canceled. Um, but during the podcast, Joe Rogan just basically accused Saturday Night Live of stealing jokes. He said they're they they're a den of thieves. He said they're stealing from writers. They're stealing from performers. If you send them a package of stuff that you wrote, the higher up writers on the show will steal your material and use it because if you submit a package, they immediately own that package. Even if they don't hire you, it's theirs. So that's just horrible. You know, I've heard this too with some of the late night shows are the same way, but I know SNL, this is not the first time that they've, people have brought this up. Really? Well, he's, well, um, Joe Rogan was citing Jim Brewer as Mm -hmm. a person who would tell these stories, who had a brief stint also on Saturday Night Live. He was Goat Boy, in case you need to remember. Yeah, he's really funny. Very funny guy. Super funny. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, so if you thought about sending a package to Saturday Night Live, you might want to rethink that. Like, redact the the end of the joke. Do you ever think about right, that, though? Do, right. you, do you guys follow a lot of comedians on Twitter and whatnot? I mean, they're, they're saying funny stuff all the time for yes. free. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just out there. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Like they have to build their, we live in a world, they have to build their social media to exist in, in a lot of ways. Like there are some that can get away with it, but not very much in like the budding, you know, stand up world. And you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, you live with. Oh, yeah. I live with a stand up comic. Oh, whoa. <laughs> it sounds like a sitcom. And I feel like nothing is, is sacred. I'm always like, you can't use that in your act. <laughs> And he's like, mm-hmm. but don't people say that to you in, in radio? No, they, they're always like, assume you're going to talk about them. Or do they not think about oh, it? Oh, you know what? You're right. They do. Yeah, of they course do. they do. do. Yeah. Yeah. People but, say like weird secrets to me. Like, um, and they're like, make sure that doesn't end up on my talk. Right. And I'm like, what do you think my talk is? Like, yeah. I can just talk about like, <laughs> like let me tell you some secrets about like, someone i know yeah the andersons one of them's are not being faithful like you know what i mean like a local <laughs> fa- like what <laughs> like we're not that gossipy i mean no. yeah we talk about other people like big celebs things but no yeah, we're not, not like, like you know jennifer lives. Yeah. <laughs> on the street oh my gosh yeah so i just thought that was interesting um you know i have had a comedian offer to pay me for a joke that really? I did once. It was like a, it was a competition I was doing at my last radio show. Uh-huh. And we were at the house of comedy and the judges were all comics who yeah. were performing there that weekend. And one guy was like, you know, that was good. Can I buy that joke from you? I go, you could just have it. I mean, what do you could give me 20 bucks? Like, it's so dumb. I, like Venmo me. I don't know. Yeah. How much do you think a joke I mean, I'm assuming it was gold. I'm sure it was pure gold. How much do you it think was dumb. a joke runs for? I don't know. Rocco, do you have any no. idea how and much Not really. I mean, we, bought, we all just watched Hacks, which was about hiring a, yes. a comedy writer to 
touch up some jokes. I finished Hacks last week, and that show is good. I really like that one. That's so cute. The writing on that is just funny. And the back and forth between them two, you just want. And then it ends on that cliffhanger, and you're like, ooh. (laughs) Yes, correct. Oh, my God, yes. I forgot about how it ended. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's see. How much money could I get for a completely new joke? I mean, I'm I'm assuming yours is like not. I don't mean to throw shade, but like, is it really completely new? Did you reinvent? No, I mean it's about poo shoes. Are you gonna do half? You remember it? <laughs> it's yeah. About what? It was about shoe. I don't remember the exact joke, but it had to do. You know, when you're in a public restroom oh, at a workplace, and you want to know who the offender is, so you check out their shoes so you can identify them later. <laughs> it was something about that. It's pretty good. I like it already. <laughs> I do too. It's like, <laughs> and I go, you know, if it's Birkenstocks, that it's like so and so over there on Cities ninety seven. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you're like, like the Angela Lansbury of poo detectives. <laughs> eleven, eleven. Make a wish, everybody. Oh, uh, we're out of time already. Oh, good. Oh man, well, what a journey. Were you going to tell me about money? I was going to tell you how much you can get for a joke, but um, you mean, oh, you mean when we come back? Yeah, I thought it was going to help with the transition. Oh, that was a terrible. No, I wasn't paying attention. I'm going to tell you who (laughs) the 2020 music money makers were because 2020 was like crap, right? Yeah. Who made the money? Yeah. Who made the money in music? We'll get to that when we come right back on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back. I was kind of finally listening to this song a little bit. You didn't want to hear what the heck? Run into the altar like a track star. But then he's like, hey, the pimps and the players say don't rush in, man. I mean, who are you going to listen to? Usually the pimps and the players Me know too. what's yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Me too. What the I have got some information to share with you, and it's according to a new study. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. So you know, 2020 was canceled, except for a few musical acts. Who made some big money? Taylor Swift. Yeah, Evermore and Folklore. Yep, and Posty Maloney. 
<laughs> yep, Posty okay. Maloney. They have topped Billboard's list of the biggest money makers in music for 2020. Taylor had $23.8 million. Post Malone had 23.2 mil. And there are some others, like Celine Dion. She made 17.5 million. The Eagles made 16.3. Billie Eilish made 14.7. And almost all of this is without touring. Correct? Right. Yes. Yes. So it, I think, is Billie Eilish, then hers, she did a, a few of those concerts. And then she had a... Um, online or those. And she had a stream. movie also. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, right. So that could have something to do with it. Drake did well. Queen did pretty good. The Beatles. Lil Baby. Cry Baby. Duh, baby. Big fat baby. Baby face. <laughs> uh, the weekend did okay, too. So, Remember a, his Super Bowl that he did? Yeah, and he had the mask had in the, his face yeah. with the bandages. The weekend? Yeah. yeah. He yes. did Super Bowl and then he did, a, that was like, so weird. he did like a selfie stick in a mirror room. That was the best part. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was he's good. That he's good. He's good. But he's it was coming a, to XL, right? I saw when I drove by, they're like, the weekend. Why? I wonder why he chose that name and why he spells it like that. It's no E. January 21 of 2022, <laughs> he'll be at XL Energy Center. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster. Let me tell you something, you guys. Live Nation is selling $20 concert tickets. They're celebrating the return to live music by offering fans a chance to score these tickets. Um... And it includes taxes and fees. So there's going to be a thousand shows to choose from at Live Nation venues across the country. They go on sale. I don't know if this means next Wednesday at LiveNation.com. But if you have a team, if you have T-Mobile or Sprint, you'll have the chance to score them a day before through the T-Mobile Tuesdays app. Here are some of the participating artists. There's a T-Mobile Tuesdays app? Young. Okay. <laughs> the Joe Bros, uh, Alice Cooper, Al Koo, the Doobie Brothers, the Black Crows, Maroon 5, Kiss, Hall and Oates, Alanis Morissette, uh, 311, Luke Bryan, Pitbull, Lil Baby, Trippy Red, Kings of Leon, and Lady A. There you go. None of Next that is, Wednesday. None of that is going to get me to download an app. Me either. Not even the. T-Mobile Tuesdays app? <laughs> like, for, especially for one, well, an app for just one day? No. No. I hear ya. No. No, 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 no. So I found out why he calls himself The Weeknd. Thank you. He came up with his name The Weeknd after he packed a bag, dropped out of school, and left in one weekend and never... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Came home. So it's the idea like it was the weekend that everything changed for him. Oh. And the reason he removed the E was to avoid copyright issues with a Canadian band that goes by the name The Weekend. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's great. You're welcome. Do you guys have a lot of tickets to shows coming up? Are you gearing up for rocking I really out? wanted to see the Eagles. Um, You've probably seen them three times, <laughs> including back in their Close. Heyday. No, I've only seen them starting in the 90s. And it was great. It was yeah. such a good show. Well, and, and Glenn Fry's dead now, but his son is singing, right? Don't be asking me follow-up questions. Okay. Also, the way you said dead was like, did you do it? <laughs> He's dead. What is happening, Rocco? Um, I, I hate Glenn Fry. No. Um, Rocco, do you have tickets ready to I rock? Have, I feel funny. like he was trying to get I us to ask him. I kind of didn't want to brag on all my rock shows I have tickets for. All right, let's hear him. Um, well, let's see. Ween, Waxahachie, Flaming Lips, War on Drugs. Wait, back it up. What? Are you going to be in a bubble at the Flaming Lips concert? Oh, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> going to be, be so, at the palace. So sweaty. Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. I'd be running into people. <laughs> but here's the one you'd probably... In fact, I might ask you to go with me. Okay. No, I have nobody's joined me yet. Uh, Christopher Cross at Treasure Island. I feel like that's going to be a slow roll. <laughs> like, it's going to be storytelling. Yeah. Did you say Christopher Cross or Chris Christopherson? No, Christopher Cross. Oh, yeah. I would see Christopher okay, Cross yeah. sailing, right? Yeah. Yep, got and it. And it's not far down to paradise. Oh, so good. At least Anyways, it's not yeah, for me. I'm gearing up for a bunch of shows. What and else? I, Are you um, going to see anybody Brandy at the zoo? Brandy Clark, she does the country. They're not doing shows at the zoo, remember? Oh, yeah. But they are doing shows at Canterbury Park. Hmm. Okay. Or is it Canterbury? I feel like there's not, Canterbury? A, there's there's an not R. an R. No, there, there is. is. It's an R. Canter. Canterbury. I'm Canter. Like running. Running. It's Canter. I'm Canter, positive. Like a horse. You canter. Oh. It is. There is an R. Canterbury. What does that mean? Canter. To canter. I don't it's know like a, what it's that like means. It's like in between run and, and sprint. It's a canter. Oh. You canter. Horse lady. <laughs> you're, the oh. horse, you're the horse lady. I thought we decided on that. Okay. I'll be the horse lady. Thank you. Uh, wait. Wear, wear shoes you don't care about at Canterbury. Oh, yeah. Especially if it rains. It's so muddy out there. So I muddy. don't know if the... I I think the shows that Sue McLean's putting on are in the... You know, you sit in the stands. I could be wrong. I don't think you're on the grounds like you were for, like, Lilith Fair or whatever. Yeah, okay. and then one time First Ave did one of their festivals out there. There's a good show this weekend. I think it's at Canterbury. Um, it's a country show. Skinnerd, I think, is part of it. Hmm. Does that ring a bell, Rocco? Um, they're also mostly dead, but um, there's isn't you... it just one guy that's dead? So they they're gonna have the brother, um, Johnny Van Sant. I'm taking a look to see what's going on out there. Live music. Um... How much of the band has to exist still that you're interested? Like 50%? Yeah, we don't want the roadies like taking over. It's funny because I get picky. Like sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not going to go see Journey. They don't have the original singer. And then sometimes a band tours with their original singer. And I'm like, I'm not going to go see them. That guy can't sing anymore. Right. I'm, I'm hard to pin down. I know. You can't pin that down. I would never. That lobster? (laughs) <laughs> DJ Rag Lobster. Um, it's uh, this weekend. I got to find out who's going to be there. I'll get back to you. Okay. Same.
All right, um, what do you want to do now? Twin Cities Summer Jam. We'll look it up. Yeah. Look it up, yeah. All right, slow jam coming up next. Mmm, scared. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy, somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve, minus Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Speaking of entertainment, um, Rocco, would you like to introduce the following segment for <laughs> oh, us? So, yeah, yeah, usually on Friday at 1130, we, I go back and take a segment. We slow it down to half speed because a long time ago, a listener called in and said, you know what? I accidentally turned you guys on half speed on the podcast and you guys sound kind of messed up. Sort of, not yeah. exactly. But. And so I usually find a segment uh, during the week that I, th- I wonder if it would sound messed up, slowed down, and I think I found one. Okay. Okay, here goes. Hit it. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. You guys remember when Fabio got hit in the face. Yes, he was also on a ride. Like a roller coaster. Oh my god. He got hit with the seagulls well. No, it was some big blood. It's tripping. The blood? Did okay. you say? Are you laughing okay. about blood? Yes. <laughs> you weirdos. <laughs> Tonight, this is literally like 20 years ago. It's okay for us to laugh now. Fabio is going on this Apollo's chariot. Him and a bunch of models are getting on. Apollo's straight perfect. Yes, and so he, he and there all these women are dressed like, you know, these Greek goddesses. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Go on, fill in like, the blank. Greek prostitutes. <laughs> Nailed it. They looked like they're going to a toga party. Yeah, and okay. he's sitting in the middle, and it's this whole horrible thing. Oh. And he gets back from the ride, and there's blood. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, help us. <laughs> There's blood! There's blood! There's blood everywhere! And The models! The models! They choke 
before. There was like cameras on the right. They showed the models. And, and then Don's like mortified that yeah. we're laughing at, you know, his bloody face. Yeah, why are you laughing at Fabio? <laughs> and it was so funny. Because he was so very serious about it. And then that's his mind maker, like, is his face. Then he goes on like some weird tour, like a, a world tour to talk about how he wants to prevent this happening. Like he was like, it is my civic duty to make sure this doesn't people can die from goose on the face trauma <laughs> from roller coasters. He wants us to do like a 5K for it. <laughs> and it's like, Fabio, this this doesn't happen. It's as not much a as normal occurrence, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you have such bad luck. And like I said, nobody was talking. Yeah. Well, models don't have a lot to say. I think. <laughs> Anyways. It was like shock. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're like, and he killed the bird by punching it with his face and i'm like well, these are turning into chuck norris jokes oh oh man i can't relive it again you guys i hope i i never... that was painful it hurts my stomach and Mine like we too. ate that 300 calorie cookie and it doesn't we help we didn't eat it somebody else did That's remember true. i forget yes nudge nudge oh, oh thanks rocco that was amazing that and i hurts. didn't i wasn't even part of it and i don't feel like you guys sounded dumb you guys sounded like you were legitimately in the throes of a little of hilarity both. i mean there's a little of both. the fact that we find that so amusing on a level like no i think don was wrong there it is very funny that fabio got hit in the face with a oh goose. my god <laughs> what you just said is like everything like i live for that sentence i will die for that sentence oh my gosh that was great I don't know where to go from here. I was going to tell you guys about the writing team of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck 2.0. What are they writing? They wrote The Last Duel, which oh, is a new yeah. movie. So, and it sounds like it's going to lead to more collaborations because they said that they think they write a lot more um 
they think that they're more, what's the word, productive in their writing style than they were mm-hmm. when they won for Goodwill Hunting. Because that took them a long time to write. It, right. And so this wasn't obviously as time consuming. And he said it was inefficient the way we wrote before because we didn't understand structure. We wrote thousands of pages and we'd be like, well, what if this happened? And then we would just write different scenes. And so this time around, they they are reining things in. He said the last duel. Have is, you guys watched the trailer? For this? Yes. Um, a little. I was a little confused by it. Oh, it's amazing. So it's got Matt Damon and um, Adam Driver in it. And the whole concept is this actress or this wife. Claims that Adam Driver, who is the, uh, her husband's best friend, and Matt Damon plays her husband, he had some sort of sexual assault of her. So he he's claiming she claims, and we don't really know what the true husband's and not friend, true. the husband's friend, sexually oh. assaulted her. And so we're gonna have Adam, uh, Matt Damon, and Adam Driver in this epic fight. They're saying it's like Gladiator meets. Um, um, what was it? There was, uh, I mean, it looks awesome. And it's to, produced by Ridley Scott. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, I don't even know why we're not talking about this movie more. Are they just barely doing press? Are they not? I think they're just starting to do press. Okay. And you think this looks really good, huh? Yeah. Rocco, what do you think? I've only read about it. I saw all the headlines like Adam Driver and Matt Damon get medieval on each other in the trailer. And they all have long hair, right? Yeah, they look so sexy, and were, I want them to fight. Were they Were they in Goodwill Hunting together, or was Ben Affleck not? I can't remember Ben you know, Affleck. Ben Affleck I've never him. seen it. I've seen it. Ben Affleck is the friend, and Matt Damon is the really smart one, and they're both in it. And okay, he's like, Mini Driver. Yeah, and Matt, Matt Damon's like, I don't know if I should go to Harvard. And uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck's like, bruh, I'll always be here for you. Go to Harvard. You'll love it. You'll be great. Nice. He's like, I'll slowing still- that one down for next week's <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I forgot about that. It's been so and long Robin since I Williams saw it. Robin Williams is in it. And Ro- Robin Williams. He's the Williams. teacher, right? Yeah. I think, yes. And he, well, he, I think he is a, he's a therapist. Right. It's that's right. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Oh, so now tell me more things. I'm like, sorry, what I'm happened? Shouting. What, what well, happened? They, okay. To Matt so Damon? He, Matt Damon is, uh, oh my God. I can't believe you guys haven't seen this. Will. Is a janitor. And this teacher notices that he's like, he puts, he had some formula, formula on the chalkboard. Formula on the thing. And he's like, if anyone can solve this in my class, you get an automatic A plus and you're pretty much the dean of this school. But nobody will solve this. <laughs> and the janitor, Matt Damon's like, I don't know, it didn't look that hot. And he, during his, you know, overnight janitor thing, he's like, X equals four to the negative eight, 40, 52. That's the answer. <laughs> Live my life. And they're like, you're a genius. And he's like, I just want to be a roughneck. And he's like, ends up. But why did he go to Harvard to be a janitor? Well, he was a jan- he was a janitor at Harvard, and he ends up. They're like, "You're so smart. You should be a student here." And he's like, "Nah, I'm a roughneck. Nah, leave me alone. <laughs> Stick him up, yeah. <laughs> I fight for my meal. I don't want no soft hands. I might have to go back and watch that movie." And he's like, he has all these trauma things, and like that's such a good scene when he's like at the therapist, and Robin Williams is looking at him and yelling, it's not your fault, Will. His name's Will. What happened? I know. That's the title of the movie. And, yeah. and they hunt for good. What did he... They hunt for good wills. What did... What happened to him? I can't the really trauma. remember That's the all I wanted to know. No, I the can't. whole story, that's all I was looking for. I mean, that's just... And not you a... gave me a lot of... 
useless information. Anybody who had seen this movie is going to call in and say, by the way, Brittany pretty much read the script. She did it word for word. <laughs> nailed it. We do have a call coming in. Should oh, we just grab it real quick? Should we do a guten tag? Yes, we'll do a guten tag. Okay, there you go. Hi, good morning, guten tag. You're on the air. Who is this? Um, this is Nancy. I just had to tell Brittany, um, I think she should do all of the movie reviews ever. <laughs> and that was the funniest thing I've ever heard, especially the, the Boston accent was just amazing. All right, Beverly, <laughs> thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, Mom, Queen. I mean, no. See, thanks, Nancy. Nancy Nancy knew that. The, I'm telling you the essence of the movie right now. And I I can't even do spoilers because this movie is so old. I just want to know what the trauma was. Okay, but it's like not even, ma- that doesn't even matter. It's Matt Damon did not feel he was worthy of his new future. And it's not your fault. And he yells it. And it's so good. And you just, you cry during that scene. You cry. Okay. And you'll just go, I mean, you don't even have to watch it now. You're welcome. I saved you. (laughs) Whatever. Thank you. Probably free somewhere. Two and a half hours. Thank you. I appreciate it. We got to go, but we're going to come back for the final stretch of the show and a brand new intro to the final stretch. Courtesy of Rocco Bonello. Thank you. Let's do that. Thank you. All right, it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. Yeah, no. Oh, no. It's a little farty, but maybe not. You hear, you hear a little like bit a of the stretch. I feel like it, I was putting on pleather pants I bought in 2019. <laughs> oh, that would involve a stretch. Yes. Can you try it one more time? Just sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, final stretch. Woo! I think that's going to trigger people. Okay, because yeah, people do like, not like the rubber sounds. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back to the drawing Great try, that. though. Thank Rocco. you. Thank you. Okay, I, I could go either way, but again, I barely work here, so I don't think I get a vote. I kind of want to maybe the sound of like a, you know, a, like a boat, a string going oh. bang. So maybe I'll work on that. Hmm. Bye. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't forget to get Cat Video Festival tickets. They are on sale right now. Ooh, is today the... the... Today's the last day to submit your Come vids. on, guys. Submit your funny cat video. But if you don't, don't worry. We have other videos from America's Funny Home Videos. And Brittany's going to like this because... Uh, B. Arthur was telling me they're getting a lot of TikTok cat vids that are going to be Oh, cool. Perfect. That's awesome. Get your Chuck and Don's VIP tickets before those babies sell out. And um, this whole festival is going to support our charity partner, Bitty Kitty Brigade. I'm going, and I submitted videos. You did. Yeah. Did you guys not? I like what you did there. Meow. Meow. Did you? I did. I stalked a couple cats. No, I just, yeah, I had a bunch of videos. Um, and so even though, you know, I didn't have to go, I'm going. So I'm probably a better person than you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite cat video? Ever? Yes. I, anytime a little kid gets taken down by a cat. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so funny. I'm all about thug life. Yeah. You know, the cat like yeah. on the counter slowly about. To knock a glass over and, and his make- owner is like, no, 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 no. And then he waits and then does it anyway. That eye contact is so clutch, too. When a cat does that totally. while making eye contact <laughs> yep. with you, it's just so it's naughty. So funny. He's like, I see you and I'm going to do it anyway. He's like, I know you feed me. I know oh, you love it. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But I like it when a kid is like, learning how to walk or like at that age where they can hit get hit over easily 
Where maybe wearing a snowsuit and a cat just comes out of nowhere and just, like, and just tackles them and they're like, oh, oh, they have to turn the camera off. I'm into that. Oh, it's great. You We're know, we did so have a fun. caller that wanted to say that he liked Goodwill Hunting. Oh, can I talk to him? Yeah, you want to guten tag him? Mm, yes. Hello, good morning, guten tag. Guten tag, who's this? Hi, it's David. Hi, David. And Brittany, I love your accents. You're doing so much better than Steve ever would. Yeah, she's amazing. David, what was the trauma that Matt Damon suffered? His uh, his uh, father used to come home drunk, and at one point in the movie, he would describe that sometimes he'd get hit by a belt, and other times he'd be offered the, the choice of the belt or the wrench. Oh. He'd always start, choose the wrench because F it, you know? Oh, <laughs> wow. You know, it's going to hurt. But yeah, no, the, if you haven't seen Goodwill Hunting, you have to. It is a life-changing movie, as, as Ben Affleck, says in the movie, you're wicked smart, man, but if you're here in 30 years, I'm going to take you out myself. You're too good for this. And the whole point is that Matt Damon is so smart, but he doesn't know anything else than his lower class upbringing. Right. And things he can never be anything else. So every time he starts to succeed, his bad self comes out and he sabotages himself. Yes. Okay. And he's forced into counseling. The, the turning point is where Robin Williams, on the first meeting, when he's trying to sabotage it all, he insults Robin Williams' dead wife. And then in a flash, Robin Williams has him by the throat and says, you ever disrespect my wife again, I will end you. You got that? Wow. <laughs> he realized there was someone he couldn't intimidate or outthink. And it changes the whole course of the movie, and it's a beautiful movie, and I cry every time. Oh, well, David, thank you. I'm going to go back and watch it. Because, you know, sometimes movies impact you differently depending on where you are in life. Yeah. And that movie's got to be, how old do you think? 25? 25 years, I bet. Wow. Rocco! Goodwill Hunt. So, and I think I was, you know. 1997. So, 97, 20, uh, 23, something. It's like 23 Celsius, I think. 23 Celsius. Yeah, and so maybe my mind was not, you know. Your frontal cortex wasn't shut yet, kind of thing. Yeah. It looks like it's available on Amazon Prime and Stars if you want to watch it tonight. Thanks. I'm watching it soon because honestly, I know that David did a good job, but my own rendition made me want to watch it again. It's pretty I, good. I feel All like right. I lived I'm gonna through do it. it. I get it mixed up with the beautiful mind. Oh, right, because they're kind of about Math. savants. Yeah. 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 I get it mixed up with yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I love out, that movie outcast. so much. Can <laughs> I just sure. tell, has your son seen that? No, I don't think he has. No, that is such a sweet, sweet, lovely movie. Yeah, it is. Want to know I what we did it. watch last night as a family? Paul McCartney three two one on Hulu with Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney. And, and was, what did you think? Uh, we, I like we liked it a lot. I didn't know if my kid was going to like it. I kind of had to explain what a mixing board was. And oh, was, fun. Look how he's just pulling up just the vocals. Look how he's just pulling up just the bass. And it's pretty neat. If you're into the Beatles and, I, and um, if you're not, then what is your problem? But what, what is it on again? Hulu. <gasps> I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's it super cool. I mean, because Rick Rubin is like a studio god and Paul McCartney is like a literal god. Right. And, uh, they just go back and listen to like the master tapes of the Beatles songs. And A, Paul tells story about stories about how they came up with the songs. And B, they kind of go into the individual tracks and, and listen to like just the harmonies or just the bass yeah. or just the guitar. And Rick Rubin is just nerding out and I'm nerding out and Paul McCartney's being Paul McCartney and it's pretty cool. And your son cool. sat through the whole thing yeah I mean, it's only a half hour 
hour, and he's oh, really on a big oh, beat. Oh, I didn't know it was right only now. a half hour. Yeah. Well, right. there's a you know, there's a handful of episodes. Oh, it's a series. It's a, like a docu series. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys remember when? I don't remember what the event was, but Paul McCartney went to an after party, and the people working the door wouldn't let him in and they were like, mm-hmm. sorry, dude, this is only VIP. And he looked at his, you know, someone he was with and went, how much more VIP do you <laughs> need to get? <laughs> you know, I'm freaking Paul McCartney. Yeah. And he kind of brings that up a little bit in the show too. Cause he's honest about it. He knows he's just gigantic. Yeah. You know? And he's like, yeah, we weren't Beatles then. We were just a bunch of nobodies. But think about it then. You could have seen a couple Beatles on the side of the road eating rice pudding. You know, it's just like, cool. Yes. Um, Very cool. And uh, Brittany, very quickly, what is this Amy Winehouse documentary? Oh, this looks really good. I've I've seen a couple of reviews that say it's actually um, is good. It's called Reclaiming Amy. Um, It seems like it a little bit off the play word of framing Britney Spears, yeah. that reclaiming Amy. And it really centers around Amy Winehouse's life seen through her family. Um, because we're about to have her 10 years uh, anniversary of her death. Oh, wow. Um, and so they really focus in on the family and how they saw her. And their one of the reviews was uh, reclaiming Amy, a touching, if defensive, tribute from Amy, from Winehouse's family. Well, that sounds interesting because we only know what we saw in the documentary, the last documentary. And I think also now we go back with different eyes and the way that women were kind of scrutinized. I think it would be really interesting to look at Amy Winehouse's life and death with those that kept in mind. When is this coming out? Uh, it should be out very soon. Uh, bye. I gotta go. It airs Friday today. Oh, awesome. Okay. Thank you. Me. Thank you, Rocco. Bye. Thank you, Brittany. Come back on Monday, okay? Maybe. All right. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great weekend, everybody.